0: Welcome to the DCR Podcast, the podcast that goes behind the scenes at Delano's Coffee Roasters, as well as a peek into the backstories of some of your favorite specialty coffee retailers across America. I'm David J. Morris, your host, and as always, I have Daver, otherwise known as Dave Rand, otherwise known as Randazzo, sitting next to me here.
1: Randazzler, Dave Rad, you can call me, but hey, happy to be here, feeling great
0: today. He's growing out his hair. Growing out, the hair's growing out, people. He's getting crazy on the sides of his hat. <laughs> um, so today, Today, we have Robin Jean Lyon. She's the founder and co-owner of Copper Mountain Coffee, Inc., located in western Montana since 2006, with 12 locations in six cities and 90-plus employees and a new 6,000-square-foot warehouse under construction. Robin has a Bachelor of Science in Business Management, and she has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. She is an energetic, fun people person, a mover, a shaker, a leader in developing the vision of Copper Mountain Coffee and bringing it to fruition while empowering others to be part of that goal and climb, sharing the pride and success. She really enjoys empowering young people and watching them mature and grow. Her belief is that they're not just in the specialty coffee business, but also in the business of raising up young women and men, love the people, help grow the people. Robin is currently engaged and a single parent of two awesome teens, Hannah, 19, and Baden, 16. Hey, Robin, how's it going?
2: It's going. How are you doing?
0: Doing
1: good. We're good. We're good. You know, I was thinking, it's been a while since I've been to Montana, and so the last time I was there, I uh, had a little bit of a personality of Montana Dave. (laughs) Now, I don't exactly remember what I was doing, but it just kind of came over me when you... Crossed the border from Idaho to Montana. Just, man, I just felt right at home over there. It's pretty cool.
0: I like it.
3: Yeah.
0: So let's let's get to your business. Um, uh, how did you get into the coffee business?
2: I used to own the very first the UPS store okay. in the state of Montana, and worked it for a few years, and it just it wasn't fun. There wasn't a lot of and you had to be there every day, owner present, like you had to do all the stuff. And um, I just decided I wanted to do something that I was more passionate about that was fun. Um, so we looked at getting a bar and maybe doing a restaurant or something, and then a friend suggested, hey, there's a guy selling four coffee shops. So I was like, Ooh, I love coffee. Yeah. Coffee, wine, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Food. <laughs> so that's what I did. And then we started with four and and sold the UPS store and and never regretted one second.
0: Awesome.
1: Now were you going to these shops? Did you know them? Were they in a good part of town? Were they like you
2: yeah, I visited each one before, yeah know, beforehand. Um they were very Mm -hmm. they were dark gray on asphalt yeah they didn't stick out they weren't noticeable and they were usually like the backdrop was nicely painted buildings and you know businesses and stuff like that and here's these dark gray blah yeah buildings so
3: so so i was like
2: oh ding ding (laughs) Was
0: it already called uh, Copper Mountain Coffee?
2: No, it was called Juice and Java Junction.
0: Oh, nice. Juice and Java Junction, three J's. Um, And then how'd you come up with the name then?
2: Well, in the beginning, way back when, December 2005, um, we got the four. I don't think we really took it over until the the first of January. Um, And I was married at the time. And he was Australian. So we decided to call it Outback Java Shack.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then Outback Steakhouse said they're going to sue us because they don't want to confuse their customers. I'm like, well, wow, why. you can drive through and get a steak. Right. <laughs> and boom and <laughs> onion. So long story short, I convinced them that if they, I was the little guy, they were the big guy. They're not even in the valley. And that's all we were, was in Flathead Valley. Right. Um, I said, if you want me to rebrand, my bill is, it was just over 8000 They paid.
1: Oh, nice. So
2: then we changed the name. Then we changed the name to Kangaroo Brew. Oh,
0: my gosh.
2: It wasn't like that for very long. Like a year, mm-hmm. year and a half. Um, and then my daughter passed away. I got divorced. And everybody had left the company because I like stepped back for a little bit not not it wasn't because of me, it was because the ex took over. um I think it was just like five months and when uh when the judge told me to take everything back, it was resurrection time. everybody came back, so gung- ho. Mm-hmm. Jackie came back, and they're like, "Kill the kangaroo oh. so." <laughs> We had to come up with another name, and I came up with the name Copper Mountain Coffee because, of course, the Copper Mountains are in between Kalispell area mm-hmm. and Libby Troy area. And Jackie and I had a, she worked for me at the UPS store, and she was still working for me. And I am a huge fan of Copper Mountain Band. Copper Mountains are in between us. She still lived over there. And I was listening to one of the songs on their album that, uh, that, uh, Izzy wrote and it was called Mama's Country Kitchen. And it says, and it, that's our jingle, the smell of coffee in the air. I can't believe I'm almost there. And so I just was singing it, singing it as I'm headed to Jackie's to go babysit her kids because they had a gig somewhere. And I put the words and I'm like, Jackie, sing this. And so that's our jingle. And
1: I'm like, that's what we're naming the company. Cool. And that's just cool. full intuition, creativity, just in the and moment. It just, just, it just sounded
2: like Montana. Yeah. Copper, strong. Totally. Useful material. Yeah.
1: You no, know, it's, it's a great making. name. It's a great brand. And it's exploded since those four locations.
0: You have 12 now. Yeah. Pretty amazing. 12. So what are the cities?
2: Um. Uh, you know, Kalispell, Flathead Valley. Right. Columbia Falls, Whitefish, uh
3: Libby, Colson, Missoula. Yes. Cool. So six different cities. Awesome.
0: So what's your favorite thing about running a business?
2: Like my own. This business
0: yep yeah your your favorite thing um, about running Copper mountain coffee, what do you what do you like to do?
2: The energy, all the people um, how we've done a really good job at creating teams and then the big team mm-hmm. and it's mostly women. We only have one male barista, hmm. and we have another male that delivers, but it's, it's mostly women. And, you know, we got each other's backs yeah, and yeah. we talk a lot because we're women. <laughs> so we're very, very communicative. And uh, there's just a lot of love there. It's, you know, they're, most of them are very young or like our oldest employee has been with us for 12 years. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. getting to watch her It's like watching somebody grow up for 12
3: years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're
2: your family. They're your family. Mm -hmm. We're just a big family. And the funnest thing I like is I look forward to all the people and all the energy, like every day. I don't ever go, oh, I have to take that call.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I have to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Awesome.
0: So, what is your least favorite thing about owning a, a being an entrepreneur and owning a business?
3: My least favorite.
0: Thing? Yeah what's what's frustrating? Um,
3: I think the most frustrating thing would be when people
2: don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm.
3: So then we change that. Yes. So if how? Yeah. So
1: I'm wondering, because like you've grown, you've, you're growing, you're successful. You have over 90 employees. Like how have you, like what systems and or resources have you put in place to help communication across the different towns, across the different things from basically top down to all the staff? Like what, what are some tools that you use, um, to help with that?
2: We do a lot of talking, a lot of communicating, um, one, I don't make all the decisions. We make decisions together. Yeah. And I don't get to take the heat for it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So we make decisions together and we'll put a system into place and we're like, okay, let's do that. And then all we do is we fine tune it.
1: So what so what is that leadership structure like? Do you have like...
2: We have managers at each location. Okay. Um, it used to just be Jackie and I doing everything.
3: Right. So that, that was a
2: little tiring (laughs) it's still exciting because it's exciting coffee's fun
3: yeah
2: um your face froze up there for a second um but now or as we've grown it's like ooh, okay we need somebody just for training right um we need somebody just for social media We had to start, we need somebody just to handle online coffee orders and all of the info and coffee questions. And whereas it used to just be Jackie and I, we've just been slowly delegating because it's so busy that it's impossible
3: for us to do everything. Absolutely.
2: Um, But it's cool because uh, we have four people in the company that we've groomed and, and you know, you watch somebody for a long time, mm-hmm. you know what they're good at. Right. And you can say, okay, you wear that hat. Right. Yeah. That's your hat. I'm not gonna step on your toes. I'm gonna totally respect you. If I have a concern, I'll say something. But just empowering them to have and and celebrating that you're so good at that.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: You might not be so good at this, but I have things I'm not good at. So everybody wears their hat you know
3: Mm
2: -hmm. is respectful you know we check with each other we communicate a lot so we have a handful of us upper management and everybody has a different kind of thing that, that they're in charge of people that they're in charge of empowering there's even somebody who watches people and listens um so that we can create a better environment for customers when customers are coming in, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
3: like so, for the so
0: with twelve locations, is it just you and Jackie, and then it goes right to store managers as far as your hierarchy, or is there like regional kind of thing in between?
2: There's nope. There's Jackie and I. Yep. And then um, Hillary's the one who's been with us for twelve years. She is handling. Well, she, she's had different jobs. And they've changed kind of to her wants and needs and, and health Mm -hmm. uh, concerns because we wanted to have her be able to do her job like really well, but something that she could do like really good at and feel good about and something that she wouldn't physically be able to do. So we just, we just adjusted her and, she does a lot of the hiring and things like that. And then there's Marissa who did come to Delano. She had a great time. Um, and Marissa does, she's our training specialist. Okay. Um, Hillary is like hiring coordinator. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. um, she goes through all that paperwork. Plus she's my right hand a little bit and Jackie's right hand a little bit. So she does a little bit of take some slack off of us
3: Mm -hmm. and then
2: Mandy is our warehouse or operations kind of inventory person okay we have Gabe and he does all the deliveries and all the shopping yeah and he drives all over the place
3: yeah so
0: what how would you describe (laughs) your strengths versus Jackie's strengths and how do you decide because it's important you stay in your own lane when you have kind of kind of two people at the top um
3: right
0: so how do you guys what what's kind of her role and and then your role
3: um well it's interesting
2: that you ask that because we've always naturally had you know i used to do everything everything in the beginning payroll right I I want to do this. I want to do growth. I want to be around the people, and I want to I want to have my finger in every little thing and know what's going on, um, and be out there doing all those things. I don't want to sit in a desk. Yeah. And type all day. Yeah. I do enough of that already, but I I don't want to do that, and I don't want to sit and, and do accounting or. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. I want to go meet with the accountants and come up with solutions so we have write-offs or something. Yeah, right. Um, and Jackie, and Jackie <clears throat> is you know she's a rock star, so she's out and about all the time, and she travels, so she's always naturally she likes to. She brings her laptop and she works from anywhere, so she can still make money, and she doesn't have to be. Up on everybody's face like I am, but so so her side is more things she can do on the road, Mm -hmm. um, things she can do like from home,
0: and she likes that. Yeah, except for you're both people, people, people. Yeah, people,
2: persons. We're both people. People. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you and you need to be a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, this thing's all about people. So, speak. How many people do you actually have? Like close to hundred, probably.
2: I think we just went over ninety. Yeah. So, and we have to hire three more people. So they're in a hiring frenzy right now.
0: Yeah. So keeping a good culture together and all that stuff with that many people gets harder and harder as you as you grow. Yes. How do you How do you maintain that uh, great culture? I know that you guys have.
2: Because you can't be everywhere all want. You got to have your stuff. Everybody's checking on everybody. Right. And, you know, let's, you know, nip that in the bud. Um, But what we started doing was having one-on-ones with our managers and requiring our managers to have one-on-ones with their team.
3: Yeah.
2: And people can talk about stuff. They can get stuff off their chest. Um, Problems get resolved. We pay everybody to be at these things. And, uh, we just finished one-on-ones, which is why I couldn't do it, uh, mm-hmm. earlier. And you just sit down for an hour with the managers and they lay all their frustrations or if they need some guidance or insight or, or even if they have an idea about their shop and they want me to put up some Wayne's coat or a new floor, mm-hmm. I'm that person too. Yeah. I organize all the construction and all that, because I like
3: that, yeah,
2: I like the construction side of things and the development, right, yeah, so so we do that every other month, and not very often does anybody not have anything to say, and it just kind of brings us together and and of course, we talk all the time, because do you know what Foxer is? Foxer app. no, no, oh. Okay. Well, I don't think we could function okay. as a big old team and little teams without it.
3: Okay. And it's
2: a, yeah. It's an app you get on your phone. There's a free one. And then I have the updated one. But so we have different groups. Yeah. Um,
0: Is it like, like Slack? Every, have you heard of Slack? Every,
2: every store has a group. Oh, like, got it. So every store has all these people. And you can talk or text. Oh, cool. And you can have a conversation and deal with things inside your shop. And then we have different groups for
3: management yeah.
2: and things like this. And sometimes you want to say something, you don't want to be interrupted. And then it's open for discussion afterwards. So right. it, it's a great way to do that. And Jackie and I are in every single group. group.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, The, the nice so, thing about that, too, is instead of um, like, having text groups or Slack or something like that, just the video aspect of like hearing a person's tone even, or asking the question or seeing it, you know, so much can get lost just over words. So that's cool that it does both. Yeah.
2: Right. Or they'll send a bit, somebody will send a video. Maybe it's a new hire. Maybe she's 17. And she sends a video to the group. Oh my God, there's
3: water spraying everywhere. Oh my gosh. Instead of calling me,
2: which, which she should, but then I'll see that.
3: Yeah. And then I'm,
2: then I'll call and I'll be like, Hey,
3: what's going on? Hang on,
0: call
2: blah, blah blah Right. I'm soft.
0: Moving on to the next door. Nice. Yeah. So, what is your uh, morning uh, drink of choice? Coffee, wise.
2: My morning drink of choice is coffee.
1: Yeah. What kind of coffee? <laughs> what What's your beverage like? What's the signature? What's it's like? I can't start my day without this.
2: I don't like foofy sweet drinks that have a ton of sugar and calories in them because. I'm gonna be fifty-three, so yeah. you gotta watch it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um you gotta gotta stay healthy. I got to, I got a couple more years in me, you know? oh, man. Oh yeah. I really just like little drip coffee or just straight shots with a little bit of sugar-free white chocolate or raw sugar mm-hmm. and some heavy whip. That's really my drink choice. Yeah. And I purposely do not drink our coffee every day. Hmm. Very rarely will I have it in my house mm-hmm. because I I have to keep my palate um, open. You know right. what I mean? I can't I can't just drink the same thing every yeah, day. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally.
2: Go to do quality control, get a drink because I are, I know what it's supposed to taste like, and it's right. in there, and I don't want to mess with that. Right.
3: I mean, I do drink our
2: coffee at home, but mm-hmm. I do it in different ways too, like over or whatever somebody sends me all these lovely gifts yeah like my coffee cup that stays really warm thank you very much it's hot to the last drop it's awesome
0: cool perfect so do you still have the little boot drink
2: oh no we we got rid of the boots um after a while and and you know changed it up
0: yeah
2: i mean delano's has taught us that you you kind of need to stay relevant, yep. keep it fresh, keep yep. it raw, yep. keep moving. Can't do the same thing all the time.
0: Right. There's but a balance of consistency.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Balance of consistency of expectations from the customer and a variety that they crave as well. So it's a kind of a fine line that you're working there.
2: Exactly. And we've gotten so busy that we can't, you know, we don't have time to do the boot thing because... The idea of the boot thing was, when they order one, you do the shot with them. Right. So the yeah, the person on bar does a shot, and you do your shot. Got it. That's how that goes. We're so busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What was in the boot? I forgot some kind of sweetener and and a shot of espresso is out right.
2: Yeah, shot of espresso, um, dollop of heavy whip and caramel. Sauce.
0: Okay. And it tasted amazing. And I still yeah. have my boot. At no home. idea. Yeah. I, I, it was glass. Yeah. It's like a real, it's like a, a keepsake. Yeah. So do you yeah. still, so, could you sell a little, you sell that drink in an eight ounce cup or something still? Could someone order that or not?
3: Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: But it wouldn't be called the boot because it's shaped like a cup. Not
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. So what if you were going to give, uh, A prospective person that wants to get into the coffee business, um, somewhere in the country. What would you? What advice would you give them?
2: What advice would they give them if they're going to start up? Yep. Well, obviously, you got to have a good location. Yeah. Traffic can't be going more than forty-five miles an hour. Mm -hmm.
3: In my opinion, it's good. Unless there's like a stoplight right there, Um, and you know, don't, what I would tell them is if, if you got to be like passionate about it, not, Oh,
2: I just think I'll try that. That's scary. Right. Um, you got kind of got to have a plan and then take care of your people, take care hmm. of your customers. Don't worry about making a bunch of money. Just love the people.
0: So location wise, you have 12 Are there is there any that are any sit down at all?
2: Well, we did have three, two of them we had to close because they were kind of too small and yeah. you, you could only fit one or two people okay. if you were trying to social distance. Yeah. And I think that'll, that might be in effect for quite a while still. Um, our Poulsen, lo- so we only have one walk-in open at the Poulsen location, but that's 700 square feet. So, but we did have to close it for a while until mm-hmm. we were allowed to open it. Cause they're in a different, they're not Flathead Valley. They're the Lincoln County. They're in a different County and a little bit different holes for the health department, but now it's open and it's good. We have to take away half the furniture. Yeah. So people would have space, but um, cause there's only one drive through window there. So, but it, they're doing good. And then we got an outside deck area. It's a little cold right now. It's snowing right
3: now.
0: But it's mostly drive through and you're you're probably glad that that was the case throughout this whole, this whole yes. deal. Yes.
3: Because
2: we're kind of always six feet away. Yep. Except for when you take their money or you hand them their drink. You're, right. You've got space yep.
0: in between you. So is, are all your employees wearing masks right now?
2: Yeah. After the, the face shield, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. they're name a doctor's note. We have six people that have doctor's notes um, just for like one, one was, she just fought breast cancer. Yeah. Um, there's a story about her on our Facebook. She's amazing. Um, well, there, there's certain people that have like somebody else has asthma. Somebody else ha- gets really bad. It made her, uh, what do you call that? Cold sores. Yeah. It's irritated her, you know, so those people, they don't wear it, you know, because they have a doctor's note. Yeah. But that's just six people, everybody else.
0: But the customers don't know that they have a doctor's note. So do you get any feedback about that?
2: We have, we do get feedback, but we we made signs. Okay. If you see a barista not wearing a mask,
3: rest assured she's got a doctor's note.
0: Yeah. Good.
2: Or
3: they, I forgot we got a guy.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, Robin, I mean, with, with all your stores, I mean, you have really done a great job. And we talked a lot about communication, but it shows because I would say store to store, anywhere across that, you know, all those different um cities and stuff, like the brand is consistent. Absolutely. Like we like that, that's and,
2: probably one of the most challenging parts. Yeah. Is getting everybody to get on the train. And do the same
1: thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've really kind of mastered that. And and I know you're a big, you and Jackie are just still leading that whole charge it's and that communication. It all starts with <laughs> you guys. And and that just shows, you know, it's, it's really unique and special. So yeah, well I done.
3: Think one thing that helps us do that and not do too
2: badly at it is that we're both moms. Right. Because in order to stay consistent, repeat, 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 nag, mm-hmm. nag, nag, in mm-hmm. a nice way. Come on, come on, come on. Right. Um, that's not, you know, that's not how we do that. We've got to do it this way.
3: Because yeah.
2: Customers will email me if they see a drink being made in the wrong sequence. I mean, oh, really? People, people are very picky about their yeah. coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Hey, so... Um, you have a lot of competitors in the area and we asked this on a lot of the, a lot of the podcast, do you have any relationships with any of your competitors or is it just there are competitors? So, you know, or,
2: Um, I mean, I don't, I know and talk and, and bond with several people. Yeah. Um, and we, we, well, we have so much equipment and, um, I, I can, I'm a distributor for um, an espresso company, so espresso making company, espresso machine making company, mm-hmm. I talk. and uh, so I get to sell grinders, and right. I sell my older stuff, and that, so I meet a lot of people that way, but I don't feel threatened by anybody, I, I'm like, good, um, People need variety and competition. Obviously, improves mm-hmm. quality.
3: It's
2: it's not a bad thing. There's right. there's so many new people that have moved here. Yeah. So many new
0: license plates. Lots of California. Yep. Um, I'm sure. So yeah. So, as far as um, size wise, independent coffee shops like yours, um, is there any that are bigger in Montana?
2: Bigger shops.
0: Yeah, like no, like l- in? locations. Like not including Starbucks, obviously. Who who has a lot of locations?
2: The only other coffee shop that has, that's in Montana, that has more, I think they have one more, maybe two more locations than we do, and that's Florence Coffee. Okay. And I don't know him. I just know he has a... Uh, reputation that's all i know
0: of they have a location in and it's not
2: just him it's it's him and his wife with another couple too so yeah i've never
0: met them is that the one with the location in butte i think
2: i'm not sure
0: okay i thought i saw usually
2: he's more south and east of where we are yeah um but he did put one in big Fork. he did put one in calisville i think that's it
0: cool Okay, well, we have. Um, well, I guess, w- real quick, what's the future look like for Copper Mountain Coffee?
2: Well, we're excited to get our 6,000 square foot warehouse built. Nice. Cool. We're going to have a Delano's, Delano style training facility kitchen.
3: Wow, the I couple like
2: machines. it. So we want to do it, you know, like you're, you led the way. Um, so we want to do that. and. We're probably going to carry a little bit more products for ourselves. Um, Switching over to more b 22 Yeah. But we just don't have the room right now. So as soon as we can move over there, we're going to do that and delivering more for ourselves. We got another van, but it's a cargo van. And we are just, uh, as the future years, well, the future is always going to be the future. Um, We just want to give everybody what they need to do a good job so that they feel good about doing their job, that they feel like, man, they taught me all this and now I get to go do this and I'm awesome. <laughs> and my customers love me. Yeah. I can make stuff super awesome. And that's the goal. And if they're proud of what they do, customers are going to be happy and then we're still in business.
0: Cool. Okay. And the last thing we do here is just a rapid fire question, kind of this or that. Learn a little personal stuff about uh about Robin here. So um so tenderloin or ribeye? Ribeye. Okay. House on 10 acres or house on a lake. House on a lake. Okay, sports car or SUV? SUV. All right. Brad Pitt or uh Robert Redford? Better actor
3: with Robert
0: wow, yeah, Bob gotta go with Bob um coffee preparation, pour over or French press, oh, I think I
3: would say French press,
0: okay, would you rather uh hard work or really lucky
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. Hard work because you're satisfied afterwards. There you go. You earned it. Yep. You're lucky you don't appreciate it. That's you true. Earn it. You just got lucky.
0: I'm gonna go with a little bit of both, but yeah, that it's definitely <laughs> if you gotta pick one, it's it's hard work. Um iPhone or Android. Well, I
2: have an iPhone.
0: Okay. And then lastly, as a spectator, would you rather watch football, basketball, or baseball? Baseball. Baseball. Okay. I I have one more and you referenced it
1: earlier.
2: Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers.
1: (laughs) Okay. Here's one. Coffee or wine. You mentioned it earlier. Coffee or wine. Only one. What
2: time
0: of day? Hey, you have one. Yeah. Only only one. Only one.
2: Coffee or wine. You can never
0: drink the other one again. What?
2: I'm going to say wine. You're going
1: wine.
0: All right. All right. (laughs) Fair enough. Appreciate the honesty. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Welcome. Yeah.
1: Hey Robin, and then finally like for people that are coming around and driving through Montana to your locations, what is the signature drink? What's the one that they need to try when they when they come through there?
3: Oh,
2: there's several, but um one of our signature drinks that I think is one of the best sellers is the Copper Mountain
3: Mocha.
1: Okay. All right. You heard it here, and guys. Yeah.
2: Top. And the Copper Top Latte
1: right on their signature
2: drinks yep
1: all right perfect only at copper mountain coffee that's right right. cool well we appreciate it robin thank you so much
0: okay
3: you're welcome thank
1: you have a great day well thanks for listening to the dcr podcast i hope you got a lot of great information on this last episode so subscribe to it on apple if you did share it with your friends And as always, visit our website and buy some of the great coffees we were talking about today. And remember to help people make friends and have fun.